Hello there, Simon. How are you doing? Great to have you on the show. An absolute pleasure to be here to speak to you and your lovely listeners. Thank you for the opportunity. It's my pleasure. Thank you very much indeed. Um, I'm quite excited to talk about what we're talking about today. We're talking about jetting off and travel and stuff like that, which was always nice to talk about, isn't it? Um, and I just wanted to talk about where this love started of travel, first of all, before we talk about what you're here to talk about. And I believe you were, your first job was a cleaner at Gatwick Airport. Am I correct with that? Am I going the right way? Uh, that's a very good research. Thank you, Cameron. Yeah, um, I uh, started as a cleaner, well, first of all, for the uh, British Airways offices there. Okay. Um, but then I started cleaning out planes for Sir Freddie Laker, um, a wow. great, uh, fantastic uh, aviation entrepreneur who really opened up low-cost transatlantic air travel. You yeah. will probably need to talk to um, a, a rather uh, older relative to find out more about the great <laughs> sir freddie but, yeah um, it, it was great and then i moved then i moved on to uh, frisking people uh, that was a, a job not a hobby yeah and um i've uh, since been lucky enough to uh, uh become a travel journalist um so i spend my entire life on holiday now pretending to work absolutely love it isn't that brilliant is that do you think that's where it all started as well you know seeing all the planes jetting off you thought do you know what this needs to remain in my life <laughs> Well, yeah, it's so exciting working in an airport, even if you have the slightly frustrating feeling that all these people are going off to wonderful locations yep. and I'm not. But it's still, yeah, no two days ever the same. And it's always a, a, a great thrill to be involved in in the travel industry from all points of view. And I spend quite a lot of time standing outside airports in the rain when various things have gone wrong with aviation. But uh, yeah, I'm not complaining. <laughs> No, as I say, I've seen a lot of those where you've had a bit of a, a strong wind or a bit of a, a bit of heavy rain going on, and you've had to just keep it going, haven't you? Well, yes, but that's all right. Still better than a real job, and I would have yeah. to uh, possibly suggest that your job is better than a real job, isn't it? Yeah, you've got a point there. Absolutely love that. Um, now let's talk about you. Um, obviously making the jump from a freelance travel writer for the Independent to the Travel Show, and then the holiday program. I mean, all huge shows, lots of great things. I mean, is that was that a big jump for you? That changed because obviously you know you're suddenly in oh. the limelight quite a bit there. Oh well, look, um, I'm lucky enough to have. Uh, there's nothing quite as much fun. Um, as being uh, as filming uh, travel stuff because you're in beautiful places trying to explain them and inspire people to to follow in your footsteps meeting great people and having fantastic experiences but I mean holidays are like that anyway yeah. so I just treat the whole whole thing as one long holiday and it's great so um, yes it's it's I'm enormously um, enormously fortunate to be able to do this and I do count my blessings every day Love that. Super positive. It's great to hear, isn't it? Um, now, obviously, you're here to talk about how our travel habits uh, seem to be changing quite a bit, don't they? And we're spending more and choosing travel abroad more, aren't we? We seem to be choosing to do, um, particularly in October and November. I mean, looking out the window, um, I may be seeing why. Like, let's talk a little bit more about that. <laughs> OK, yes. So this is a survey by HSBC UK, and it shows that we're spending 10% more this year on holidays abroad than last year with an average spend of £1,015. Uh, also holidaying at home less, about one in five people say that they won't be taking the same holiday at home that they took last year. And exactly as you say, one in four people going for October and November yeah. holidays. And they're doing that in order to try to save cash and uh, apart from half term holidays, which for a lot of families is right now, yeah. you're in the position of finding that um, uh, prices are very, very low. And certainly once you get into November, 
the number of destinations you go to tends to reduce, but the fares are incredibly good. So, for example, yeah. I'm flying off uh, at the end of this week, going to lovely Rhodes in lovely. Uh, Greece, and I'm paying uh, about £30 for the ticket. I still don't know how or when I'm going to be coming back, but that's um, uh, that's going to be a challenge I will, yep. um, I, I will pick up later. But yes, we're, we're hmm. generally, since the pandemic, travelling more, um, making up for some lost sunshine and lost city yep. breaks, lost adventures, but also realising during the COVID pandemic just how important travel is for us yeah. and really trying to make the... Uh, uh, make the most of that yeah absolutely and do you think people are a little bit more aware potentially of how accessible it's becoming as well because i think actually a lot of people think you say to them oh yeah i'm going away like you've just mentioned it's 30 pound for the ticket and people still are saying hey, that's not possible how have you done that is it a deal oh, or have you got some points uh, no, but, no, yeah. no, no. Uh, look it's, it's just a question of, of um uh, the budget airlines have good loads of great fares out there for travel yeah. for instance in november and the opening price you can pay if you've got the right compact piece of baggage if you don't want um seat selection you you have got a seat somewhere you just don't know which one it's going to be um if you don't want to check anything in if you don't want priority boarding um then you will be able to get the flight for the price it is advertised as and uh yeah that's all i'm doing just a small piece of a small backpack yeah and off i will go and um and, and see what happens so these deals are around and in fact i would say it's incumbent on people who don't have to travel during the school holidays um because many people do because yeah. they've got school-aged kids or they work in education if you don't have to travel in the school holidays then please don't it will be much nicer much cheaper much easier for you and it will also relieve the pressure for other people as well a bit. yeah that's true yeah help to sort of spread it out a little bit more and, and traveling at different times absolutely um, and you mentioned there there was a bit of a tip let's lead on to more of those because you've got some great tips for travelers amongst us as well um if you've got an ultimate top tip or maybe a few even um that most of us seem to be getting wrong or, or missing out on what, what a great opportunity and thank you for that yeah okay so the main thing is spending money you have to think about your holiday money before you go away Okay, so let me tell you what's been going on. Um, since the COVID pandemic, more and more people, more and more merchants abroad, restaurants, cafes, shops, whatever, are saying we want to be paid with plastic or contactless. So it might be your credit card, might be a phone with a card um, in that um, rather than cash. And that's that's fine, actually, for many people, it's easier. But if you just use your card that comes with your bank account, whether that's a credit card or a debit card, you could find that you're paying 3% uh, to the financial provider um, wow. as, a, as a transaction fee. Uh, if you use a debit card to take out cash from a, an ATM, that could be an extra couple of percent on top. And so therefore it's really important if you don't want to be handing cash to um, your card provider um, to go to a bank um, or find a payment solution where you're not going to be paying transaction fees. Fortunately, there are an increasing number of those around. And for example, HSBC UK's global money account allows you to um, have a card where you are effectively spending as a local. And when I say spend okay. as a local, I also mean pay as a local. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if you're familiar <laughs> with dynamic currency conversion, 
but uh, this is where you have a lovely meal it costs 50 euros or so and, and they say oh cameron um would you like to pay in pounds and know what it costs or in local currency intuitively you think well i'd like to know in pounds actually thanks but please don't do that always pay in local currency because they will give you an artificially poor rate so mm. that they can take an extra five percent or so uh, much much wow. better just to um uh, pay in local currency and um yeah if, if you've got a, a, a smart bank account you will be able for instance to pay with your fee free debit card and then find out on your app what that did cost you in sterling without yeah. having to lose money in the process yeah that's a great tip isn't it because it's just the awareness as well isn't it i think and why some people why would they know you know that it's they just need that awareness because i, I mean i've been away with work and travel and, and you're just like you say using contactless and things and then you you see all of these sort of weirdly coded yeah. transactions you're like what is it, that exactly. i can't work out what that is so yeah it's great to hear it and, and yeah, to be it's aware just of your it. money that they've got yeah. <laughs> basically basically yeah uh, and you, you and your lovely listeners should be able to to hang on to it. So, yeah. and, and then there's other other stuff like, for example, if you're renting a car, um, I never pick up from an airport because, well, that that is going automatically to trigger an extra charge because airports uh, like to take money from their their car rental providers. Um, in the US, it could be ten or eleven percent on top. And mm -hmm. particularly if you've had a long haul flight, maybe to Florida, maybe to California. Um, the last thing you want to do is go and pick up a rental car. You're not going to be in a great shape to drive. Much better to get the bus or train into town, find a nice downtown hotel, and then pick up a car downtown um, where you will pay quite a lot less for it. Brilliant. Oh, I love that one. That's one that I will use for sure. Definitely. <laughs> Amazing. Now, let's finish off. I just want to finish off by talking to you about your favorite place to travel, because what a nice way this conversation about travel. Let's finish it off with thinking about your favorites. Have you got any particular place? Oh, to? look, I just I still haven't been to nearly enough places to be able to <laughs> say conclusively uh, what the answer is. I, I think we're incredibly lucky to be so close um, as a nation to uh, France and to Ireland, actually, mm, two yeah. fantastic uh, countries. Of course, I love heading south um, to the Mediterranean. I was uh, lucky enough to be in Algeria earlier this year, which Brilliant. is um, off the tourist trail, but um, still well worth going to. Um, and then probably the strangest and most interesting country I've been to for a good while is um, Uzbekistan. Okay. Uh, yeah, in yeah. Uh, former Soviet Central Asia. Um, so there's all these great opportunities to travel, but basically pretty much anything, anywhere that you want to go, uh, you will have a rewarding time. You will meet fascinating people. They will look after you and you'll come back with great memories and yet more yearning to travel. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what it is, isn't it? As soon as you come back, it's like, where's next? You get that bug, don't you? Yeah, very much so. Yes. And if, <laughs> if you had a trip which le left you really, really energized and wanting to do more travel, that's absolutely great. It is. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Simon. It's been lovely to talk to you. And you just I think it's put a little bit of a spring in my step to get get out there, get on a plane and go somewhere. Well, yes, I will <laughs> see. I'll see you on the road. And thank you so much for your time. My absolute pleasure. Have a great day and speak to you soon. Take care. Thank you.